And going back to the issue of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, still a lot of speculation. Uh, There was, however, a train uh, likely belonging to the leader uh, seen parked at his compound on the east coast of Wonsan since last week. Uh, This was provided by uh, some uh, satellite imagery released by 38 North, which is a well-known North Korea monitoring project. So for uh, further discussion on this, we're very pleased to have joining us on the line Deputy Director at 38 North and fellow at Stimson Center, Jenny Town. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank, thank you yeah. so much for joining us. So uh, as you know better than most, a uh, lot of wild speculation in, in regards to uh, Kim Jong-un's health. But the uh, analysis that you provide uh, has always been uh, sober and sticking to the facts. Uh, Can you just uh, help us understand this imagery that uh, we're talking about here at the uh, Leadership Railway Station uh, in Wonsan, uh, that a train has been uh, essentially parked there uh, since at least April 21st? Uh, What what can we read from that? Well, certainly it doesn't prove anything. Um, This is uh, Kim Jong-un's complex in near Wonsan on the East Coast. Um, he does go there quite frequently. He, he reportedly really likes the Wonsan area. Um, the train station that's in question is exclusive to the compound itself, and that train station is reserved for Kim Jong-un's train. Um, so it would be highly unusual for there to be some other train parked at that station. Um, it's not for public use, uh, um, and it's just that it would be a weird situation. And of course, on satellite imagery, we cannot confirm that it's his train. We can't see it well enough um, to see all the details. Um, And we can't confirm that he was on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it does suggest, it does strongly suggest that he was there, um, at least starting as early as uh, April 21st. Wonsan is the uh, the hometown, so to speak, of Kim Jong-un. Uh, this Wonsan complex, can you uh, help us understand what exactly it is? Is it like a Camp, Camp David for, for U.S. presidents? Yeah, I mean, it's a big kind of complex. There's um, several buildings there, residences there, and villas um, along the beach. There's a number of different recreational facilities as well. Um, it is someplace that would be in character for him to go if he was um, trying to get some rest and relaxation or if, you know, if these rumors of him having surgery were true and it was kind of minor um, recovery period, it it would make sense for him to go there. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as we know, there aren't major medical facilities in that area. So it would be, it, it would be somewhat out of character if he was there and there was, some kind of major medical complication um, because it is much more of a leisure rest and recuperation facility. Right. So, so an actual surgery, something even uh, as invasive as a heart procedure would, in your view, be somewhat unusual at least. Yeah, it would be unusual. Uh, you know, we can't rule out right. <laughs> any of these possibilities, sure. but um, it would be out of character just given the level of, of medical facilities that would be um, available in that location. So uh, Pyongyang State Media, the KCNA, uh, they've talking about various things like uh, Kim encouraging uh, construction workers. Uh, we can maybe take those reports uh, with a grain of salt as to his actual whereabouts and, and uh, what we're doing. But can we expect some kind of message, you think, from the uh, North Korean leadership in regards to today? Because it is a, a pretty significant day, the second anniversary of the 2018 inter-Korean Panmunjom Declaration. 
I I don't think so. Mm. Um, you know, if it's a major North Korean holiday, um, at least a statement would probably be issued or some kind of conveyance of the leader's mindset or wishes. Um, but, you know, as you know, the, the information there is so tightly controlled, they yeah. can clearly um, create these messages without it actually coming from him. Um, but, you know, an anniversary such as the Panmunjom Declaration is not something that the North Koreans would celebrate unless relations were actually very good. <laughs> yeah. And, and so with Kim Jong-un and all of this speculation and what we're hearing is uh, pretty much uh, hearsay. We've had, uh, at least in the domestic front, uh, some North Korean uh, defectors who have turned politicians uh, on the opposition side uh, really uh, – pretty forceful statements as to their uh, certainty that uh, something um, is very seriously wrong with the leader. We had Moon Jong-in, the uh, senior advisor for foreign affairs to uh, President Moon Jae-in, saying basically in his view, uh, nothing seems to be uh, wrong right now. Uh, We had a period uh, way back in 2014, 40 days, where it was speculated that something happened to him as well. He obviously emerged from this. Is this situation different from that situation in 2014? Uh. I'm, it, we don't really know yet. <laughs> we'll find out when he reemerges or when information comes out. I do think, you know, there is this expectation of because there's so much speculation about his health that, that, that they would want to squash these rumors. Right. Um, and that's just not the character of the regime. And we saw that, you know, as you mentioned back in 2014, where there were also, you know, there was a lot of speculation back then that his health was bad, that something major had happened to him if 40 days later before he made an appearance. And, you know, and then they did sort of um, have, sur- you know, it did come out that he had ankle surgery. So I-, I don't think we should expect it just because we want it. Um, when the regime is ready to give information about it and have, you know, controlled the story and controlled for all the different variables that that they would want um, to create the right optics, then then we'll hear about it mm. and hear about what happened. But you know, this this pressure and the obsession with it from the external audiences is not something that would necessarily sway them to to make some kind of announcement before they're ready. Basically, we'll know when we know is is, is the yeah. point, and, and they'll tell <laughs> we'll us. We'll know when, when they want us to know. Right, yeah. right. Uh, I, and so, again, this this is all just sort of a theoretical exercise here when we're talking about Kim Jong-un and uh, whether he has uh, a serious health issue. Uh, but uh, I know that a lot of people like to write these think pieces about what's going to happen and uh, how's the uh, leadership uh, uh, kind of the dominoes going to fall one way or the other. The younger sister, Kim Yo-jung, uh, speculated to be somebody who could take over. Uh, other people saying that perhaps she has not solidified her standing yet uh, in the power structure. Other people mentioning uh, other uh, figures like Kim Pyong-il, uh, the other uh, senior high-ranking official, uh, Choi Ryong-hae, in, in your view, again, is this all sort of speculative and we don't know, or are there actually some signs within the North Korean leadership structure that uh, we could surmise something uh, tangible? Well, it's all speculative. I mean, you can look at um, the rise of Kim Yo-jung since her brother came to power. Um, there are you know, certainly instances where they have elevated her to a very high level in in the optics of the regime. Um, Does that mean that they're grooming her to take over in case of as a contingency plan? We don't know. It's highly possible um, as are, you know, other scenarios. And and there's no, (laughs) there's no limit to how many different theories there are of what's going to happen. 
I, I think the, the bottom line here, though, is that not only do we not know, um, but the, the North Korean people don't know either. And this is a big problem. And so whatever contingency plan or su- succession plan that the North Koreans might have, at this point, because the North Korean people don't right. have a concept of what that is, it's going to be incredibly challenging for any kind of leadership transition mm. um, to go smoothly, uh, just because of the shock of right. the moment, as well as uh, just getting information out in a timely way and in a convincing way to right. the people that this is the best path forward. All right. Uh, Jenny Town, Deputy Director at 38 North, thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you.